It's not science. It's not gambling. It's both. Welcome to the Science Slot Machine, a dangerous game of science, research, luck, and improvisation. This podcast is brought to you by students of the Science and Technology Studies Master Program at the University of Vienna. Even though gambling is largely forbidden here, we take our chances. Every episode, we pick a random topic from science and technology suggested by you, dear listeners. Then two teams split up to do research on this very topic from an STS perspective. In the end, the two teams present their findings, whether it's dog breeding or the history of sex toys. What a dangerous, thrilling and insightful game this is. Now it's time to send us your topics. Pick whatever comes to your mind. We will deal with it, even if it's obscure or very niche. Challenge us. Simply send us an email at science-slot-machine at gmail.com. Again, it's science-slot-machine at gmail.com. No spaces. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey everyone, I'm Julia and I want to welcome you to the trailer of the Science Slot Machine podcast. I'm a student at the University of Vienna in the Science and Technology Study Master's program and I'm going to be your host for the show. Um, A bit about my academic background before I started this master's program, I completed a Bachelor's of Science in Society and Environment at the University of California, Berkeley. And aside from my academic background, I don't have a ton of experience with gambling. I've played a couple rounds of blackjack at a casino in Niagara Falls, but other than that, it's pretty limited. So I'm excited to get this podcast started and experience the thrill of gambling with science with you. Uh, In this trailer style episode, I'm going to introduce you to the other members of the podcast and we're going to talk about what the science slot machine is all about. But before we get into that, I want to address the virtual elephant in the room, and that is, what is Science and Technology Studies, or STS for short? So for all of our non-STS listeners, um, Science and Technology Studies, or Science and Technology and Society Studies, is a relatively new academic field, and it's looking at how culture and politics are closely related to the scientific research and technological innovation that happens within a society. Um, So people in this field are exploring how actors within society, like the government, the media, large corporations, NGOs, and citizens, along with scientific information and new technologies, mutually shape each other and therefore shape life as we know it. Researchers in this field are trying to answer questions about how technology and science can contribute to solving contemporary issues like climate change or healthcare problems. And on the other hand, they're also looking at how innovation might contribute to societal problems like data security um, or inequality gaps. STS is a very critical field by nature and is often looking at what's going wrong in everyday life situations. And while we try to tackle these complex questions, there's almost never clear-cut answers. Um, But in working towards answering the questions, even though they are complex and the answers um, are difficult and not clear, um, it leads to informing science and technology policy or contributing to the 
design or modification of new and current scientific practices and technological products. So now that we're all hopefully on the same page about STS and how it's relevant within our everyday lives, let's get to know the other members of the podcast, Kat, Harry, Robbie, and Borny. Starting with Kat, can you guys all just share a bit about your academic background, where you're from, and maybe any past encounters with gambling? <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Kat, and uh, it's so nice to meet you. I am a molecular biologist by training, and I worked in cancer research for a long time before I started studying STS. So I come from a more life science perspective. My only gambling experience is um, that I was once tailed by a casino security in Las Vegas um, from <laughs> one casino to the other to the other. Because instead of gambling, because I was afraid of gambling, I just went around taking photos like an idiot. <laughs> and <laughs> On all the blackjack tables. Exactly. I took photos of all the blackjack tables and of all the roulette tables. And at some point, there was a guy tailing me um, with a black suit on. And at some point, he said, okay, they left the casinos now. So I guess they were then safe from me. And apart from that, I lost $3 at the slot machine. And then I decided to never go back to Vegas again. <laughs> That's awesome. That's such a good story. <laughs> um, Harry, you're up next. Yeah. Um, so as opposed to molecular biology, uh, I'm a trained historian uh, by background. Um, my focus before this was largely on industrial Europe, where I looked at the relationship between industrialization and revolution, kind of a common theme, uh, pulled me back into this a little bit. Um, I'm from California, uh, if you can't tell from the accent, a small surf town named Ventura, which is about an hour and a half north of LA, and that's if you drive at 2am without traffic, um, <laughs> otherwise it could take three or four hours. Um, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I also have some background in international relations just because I did MUN. Uh, so that was fun, but I'm glad not to. Uh, previous experience regarding gambling and research. Um, at the moment, I don't have much. I did do a project recently which looked at the shared relationships between social media usage and cybernetics in gambling casinos, which was pretty interesting. So excited to explore that a little bit farther and oh, yeah nice. it's, it's nice to connect with all of you guys again after not seeing you due to the situation now so look forward to the podcast yay great yeah. thanks um ravi you're next thank you very much julia uh well hi i'm roberta uh, my friends call me ravi i'm originally from bulgaria and i'm also part of the science and technology studies program at the university of vienna my background is in sociology, so I kind of tend to see things from a more socially relevant perspective, like uh, how a certain phenomenon affects people and what social processes it provokes, how it changes the social dynamics, and so on. Um, regarding gambling, for good or bad, I have very limited experience with casinos. But I read the book from Michael Lewis. It's called The Undoing Project. And he defines gambling as seeing probabilities as possibilities, which kind of makes me think that um, we do gamble much more than we actually think because we gamble on a daily basis with the choices we make without even realizing it. And um, 
my only story I have from a casino is actually from my 18th birthday because my friends told me that you get 50 euros as a present when you enter the casino for the first time on your birthday. So really, yeah, that's yeah, a good that's trick what... around the world. <laughs> yeah, so no. we went there and we were like, I don't know, probably 10 people playing with uh, 50 euros. And there was free drinks and free food for everyone. So I kind of uh, had very good associations with casino, very cozy place. Gives and... you Coke, <laughs> bananas, Coca-Cola for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I, I didn't Depends know that. Depends on the casino, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, thanks. That's, a, that's an interesting perspective on gambling, that every day we're kind of making small gambles within our, within our choices. Um, I like that. Um, okay. Last but not least, Barney. Hey, everyone. Um, everybody. I'm very excited to, to be in this virtual room with you all. Um, regarding my background, I come from the humanities, so I did comparative literature studies as well as um, theater, film and media studies. Uh, now I'm part of the SDS program and I like it a lot because it puts more, more of a focus on the societal aspects of, of culture, which I previously, previously kind of lacked. Um, yeah, my experience in gambling are also kind of limited uh <clears throat> quite recently we bought some lottery scratch tickets uh from the traffic which was kind of ridiculous because we're, we have such stupid names like exotic fruit <laughs> or big cash and there's like a cute dog on it and some some nice fruits and you scratch away the surface to to see whether you've uh, won anything and we won nine euros oh, which was enough to come yeah that's a yeah. that's a big one and i can also confirm rob's uh experience like at those really shitty casinos with only slot machines at least in bavaria where i originally come from uh, you always get like coca-cola and stuff <laughs> and for many people i knew it was a place to hang out actually like you over the course of one hour, you spend like four euros and get all the drinks for free. <laughs> so, sounds good. So the way this is going to work, you guys are going to split up into two teams. Uh, team one is called Team Cherry and Cat and Harry. You're going to be members of that team. And then team two is <laughs> Team Banana made up of Borny and Robbie. Go bananas! I, very... I was not involved in the decision making on this name, but uh, go Team Cherry. Yeah, it's very ironic because I hate cherries. I'm probably the only person in the whole world who doesn't like cherries. Really? I'm very happy I'm part of the banana team because I'm really a banana person. Yeah, I'm also really a banana person. I eat one banana a day. Whoa. Um, okay, so... Now that we've all kind of told a bit about of ourselves and we have the team sorted out, let's get into the science slot machine and kind of explain how he came up with this novel idea. Um, does anyone want to start? I think like what got it all started was the idea to to do a, a gaming thing in the podcast, which is always nice because it it provides you 
with stuff to talk about and it's also very interactive and exciting. We also wanted to have some participation uh, with our listeners. So it's not just us five talking only about uh, the topics that are important to us, but also answer to ideas from, from, from our community, like at the department and from people probably all over the world. Uh, and we wanted to be surprised by what we find out, because if you look for a topic where you want to research or you, what you want to make like a, um, a piece about, it's interesting, but then you might get like, you might get better ideas and you might get more, um, into more exciting back alleys if, um, you don't know actually what you are going to research. So I found that really, really interesting and really cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be really, really interesting to see the topics that we get sent in and also where they get sent in from. Like, I think obviously we'll get some suggestions from people in our department. But then, yeah, like you said, Barney, maybe as our podcast hopefully spreads, we'll we'll see some uh, suggestions from people in different places of the world, which would be pretty neat. Mm. Actually, like it's, maybe it's a very good opportunity for us to to see what kind of stuff people are interested in, and especially now in this super digital environment that's happening all over the world, that people are over overwhelmed with information about one specific thing. I'm very curious to to see. Namely, uh, Corona. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to mention it, but, but yeah. So I'm kind of very curious to see where people's minds are kind of uh, at the moment, despite the Corona thing. Yeah, I hope for really obscure topics like dog breeding in the former Soviet Union or something. <laughs> That's going to be hard to research. <laughs> well, that depends. Maybe it's, maybe it's very easy. Yeah, I guess you don't know. You don't know until you try. Exactly. And that's also the fun for us. Exactly. It's challenging as us uh, scientific workers to learn to research even topics that are a bit more unusual. Yeah. I wonder, Kat, what do you think about the idiom for social science, which is uh, fake it till you make it, if that's going to apply here. <laughs> but I hope not. I hope it can be a little more than that. <laughs> well, um, I, 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 I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We use some type of method. I just don't know which one. Yeah, exactly. But like the, that, uh, what we use, you can trust us. We will be yeah, very... Rigid in applying yeah. it, whatever yeah. it may be. The cherry and banana teams are one hundred and ten percent legitimate. <laughs> yeah, but I but I think it's also like a, a little bit of a joke about the scientific process in general. Like we just hit that crank of that slot machine, get a random topic, and I'm sure we can find some interesting stuff on basically everything. Oh, absolutely, and also. I think what we all learned that SDS really isn't perspective. And from this perspective, you can also look at basically everything. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because nowadays, I mean, for the SDS people listening to that, it's like obvious, but everything in our contemporary world has to do in some way with science or technology. Like you cannot try to think of any topic you cannot really uh, think it without science or technology or both so 
it's uh, it will also be interesting like to find the correct like not the correct but the right uh SDS spin on any topic right so and it's also it, it's also a bit a challenge for us although i think it will not be much of a challenge to find an STS angle to anything yeah i think the bigger challenge will be flushing out maybe maybe we can be a little bit productive by flushing out some perspectives that don't apply as well as other perspectives here. That might be the usefulness a little bit more with what we do. Uh, yeah, refining this notion. And yet you think that what we do is useful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to quickly go back to what Kat said about how, um, you know, really everything in our lives somehow is connected to or affected by science or technology or both. And like you said, I think that becomes really obvious for STS uh, people or people within this background. But does anyone have an example of something uh, when you just started learning about STS, started in this field, um, something that you didn't think was really involved with science or technology and then you realized it was like just to give an example for maybe non-STS listeners. Uh, I was thinking at the beginning, it's going to be much more uh, focused on technology in a way. Mm -hmm. And I'm very surprised by how complicated and complex are actually the theories and the theoretical approaches we are using in STS. I would have never thought that we would have to engage with something that sometimes I really think it's genius because it's very hard to... Um, find a way to research and observe technology, society, politics, and how they intervene with each other and fit this in one theory, for example. And in STS, most of the theories are uh, that, that complicated that they manage to engage many different, different actors, institutions, and phenomenons. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for me, for me it was like healthcare that was very... Uh... Mm. It gave me a lot of new perspectives, like the complexity of the doctor-patient relationship, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. the whole health system as in complex net complex networks of different institutions. It is institutions the challenge of defining illness and the issues connected to treat people as ill. Yeah, that's that's completely true. I share that a lot. And what I found really interesting as a person, like coming from scientific research, is really the um, the outsider look that STS, like a huge strain of STS, gives on scientific research and on how research uh, is um, is being done and on the process of research and so on and so forth. So, like when you how do I phrase that? So when you do it, you are not like, it's kind of obvious because you are doing it in the way that it's done. Like it's a messy process and it's not like the, um, the public image of the scientists who does everything like in a controlled manner and so on and so forth. But it's like, uh, while you do it, you're not really conscious about like that. It's a social process and that it's like, uh, what, what, that there is a lot of other factors also involved except for science. Maybe it's because also like you, you have to tell yourself that lie in order to be able to do research. But it's like, it, that's for me has been like a really eye-opening perspective. Yeah, great. Thanks. I think it's, it's just important for us to kind of uh, 
appeal to a broader audience here because as much as we want to make this podcast for STS people, I think it's it's really cool to also make it accessible for um, people who don't necessarily have experience within this field, but want to kind of get a better idea of it because it is so, so relevant um, to everyone's everyday life, I think. So I am interested to hear kind of everyone's expectations for how how it's going to go. Like, what do you what do you think about getting this random topic? And then how do you think it's going to play out researching within your team and then hearing about what the what the opposing team kind of came up with? Does anyone have uh, expectations on that or just any any expectations for uh, the next episodes? I think it's 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 a lot depending on the team, and I think Harry and I are a great team because I work more. Um, I'm like more of a practical person, and I'm like uh, like I, I I try to get to the point as quickly as possible. Yeah. And Harry is more Which like the, the theoretical <laughs> kind of out there type of guy, and I think we are. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong like it's everything like you do and you say it's kind of like it's 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 out there <laughs> you can you it. can you can cut that out <laughs> no no leave it in, in. Uh, i take it um no but i mean that like it, it comes from a very good place i mean that as a compliment <laughs> i mean you have to keep in mind most of my research has uh, taken place 200 years ago i'm looking at things that happened in the past so for me i i have the benefit a lot of the time of being out there and then coming back. So yeah. I, I really do need Kat on, uh, on my team to help bring me back to what we're actually doing. So I'm really happy to be a, in a team together. Yay, Team Cherry! <laughs> Go Team Cherry! Go Team Cherry! Uh, any, any response from Team Banana? Yeah, what does the Banana Boat have to say? <laughs> the Banana Boat, I'm, I've always admired Borny and how organized he is. So I think we're going to... Uh, fit very well in this direction also he's super creative so he always pushes people out of their comfort zone of thinking and i'm very much looking forward to it so i can learn much more than i've ever imagined yeah but it's the same with you robbie so what i we've worked together um in the past and i always liked with you say out clearly what's what's your opinion it's real good to discuss with you and to compare like differentiating views, different views on the topic with you. And you also bring this uh, experience from social sciences that I completely lack. So my previous studies were always focused on the ugly and the beautiful, uh, so aesthetics. So I desperately need this uh, sociology background to make our research any good, I would say. And I, I think Team Banana can also try to to think about what Team Cherry would come up with and like combat their views in a very active way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah. our views are going to come together to deliver a product to our listeners. And I think that's going to be the beauty of it is that they're going to be able to draw something from each of the teams and then inform their own decisions after that. And maybe they get a whole new perspective uh, from listening to us. And I think that's great. Yeah. In the end, we have, will have, I think, three perspectives. So our two combined perspectives and the, the separate ones. Yeah, yeah great. Um, Sounds like uh, everyone everyone has a really positive outlook on on their teammates and this this whole experience. So that's that's exciting to hear. 
Um, I'm wondering, does anyone want to take any guesses at some of the type of topics we might get in? Maybe what you think would be a good topic or I don't know. Any, any guesses for this? Yeah, Borny, what mm. did you say earlier? Russian dog walking during what? <laughs> dog breeding in the Soviet Union. Uh, that is an interesting topic. <laughs> like how, how you breed the perfect socialist dog. <laughs> isn't is yeah. like now that I think like isn't the dog already a perfect socialist? Yeah, yeah, he's the dog is like an empathy machine. Exactly. We'll have like a whole new field. We'll have a uh, Cold War canine studies now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's also you know we have different perspectives on what the perfect dog is based on on where where you're from. Like I know um, where I'm from. I I'm live in Canada close to Toronto and moving to Vienna dogs are so much more accepted in society here like every restaurant you can bring you can bring your dog in whereas at home I can't bring my dog with me if I'm going out to eat practically anywhere so that that has a impact on it for sure too kind of a in a way you wouldn't think that's true yeah Roberto what do you think will the listeners bring to us uh I I don't want to put it out there, but it's for sure gonna be one coronavirus um, suggestion. Um, honestly, I have no idea. I really would like to not to imagine and to be surprised because the way, like, if it was me who is supposed to ask for a topic, I would probably go for stuff that I am a bit familiar with, but not entirely. And I'm really, really looking forward to being extremely surprised with the most random topic ever that I would have never imagined uh, I would be researching at some point. So I really don't want to imagine anything. I want to be surprised. It seems pretty like typical STSers or people from our field that Julia asks us a question and then we all refuse to answer the question. <laughs> yeah, but I, I definitely think we're going to get a lot of responses about the situation that's going on now. Uh, I'm, we had some conversations about this earlier. I'm not sure how we'll handle those responses, but I think we're kind of planning on doing a special episode dedicated to that at some point. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? When we have some more um, information in hindsight, maybe. Yeah, some more hindsight. <laughs> yeah. And like, what oh, do you mean, it's in that time. Like, because I think it's super hard for a situation, like, to... Um, assess a situation that's been that's like being developing like in development right now and if you have some hindsight you might get some smarter like insights into it and you get some some more information i don't know but it, 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 that is maybe just me it's also maybe yeah. interesting to to look at something that's unraveling See, we're a great team. My historicism's already wearing off on uh, Catholic. <laughs> we need some hindsight to analyze the situation. <laughs> I am... Yeah, um, but I... No, go ahead. Yeah, I agree. I've, in a different podcast project, we did something on the corona crisis and it's really hard to separate, like, news from insight. Yeah. yeah. So you get flooded with all that info and all the precautionary measures of all different nation states yeah. and it's just uh it fries your brain yeah yeah basically yeah yeah i think because we can offer an escape from corona <laughs> yeah yeah uh, 
a distraction maybe or mm. yeah i i personally would encourage all the listeners to send in um, vienna based topics because i think it's really yeah. cool we are all i mean we are all located in vienna and i think it's cool to know a lot about the city you are living in and you know and vienna i don't know it's is maybe a prime example of like a super peculiar city which has a lot of quirky um history and also like a lot of quirky details that people might not know so it's i think it would be interesting to research something that is um local and based in vienna yeah i totally agree with that yeah like for example gambling <laughs> so no it's really has a history in vienna so quite recently like small scale gambling was forbidden and all the slot machine casinos got closed where i lived previously that was the um, city with the most casinos and like sex work locations wow. uh, relative to the length of the street over europe and when this ban happened like all the places got shut down and were replaced by uh, spar supermarkets so that was super wow. interesting to see I didn't know that. That's that's uh, interesting. So we're we're kind of doing a service to the city of Vienna by bringing this uh, slot machine format back in in a new way. <laughs> yeah, there's demand. There's definitely demand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the target audience is the same though, but maybe not. But we can we can uh, hope. Yeah, sadly, we can't offer the sex worker aspect of it, but we can bring the slot machine. <laughs> yeah, but topics re related to sex would also be pretty interesting because I think... Always interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's always interesting and SDS, I think, can contribute a lot to that. Okay, I just I just think, yes, um, topics related to sex, people people kind of shy away from it sometimes. And of course. Yeah, it's it's they are really interesting. and. Yeah, worth worth talking about, I think, because it's it's a part of everyone's lives. Yes. For all those thinking that uh, technology and science don't apply to this topic, just think about life before electricity or the battery. <laughs> and not only they're making these sex robots that are like, the sales are skyrocketing at the moment because people are getting more and more ah. curious. So they can or get, because uh, they are stuck in you know, actually, yeah. you probably know this um, provider, Klarna, they're uh, for paying online. Yeah. Uh, they're quite popular here in Austria. They made a survey in order to see the behavior of the people, how it's developing during the quarantine, so they can expect what happens after that and, of course, change their strategies. And it turned out that in top three things that people were buying during the quarantine is actually sex toys. And microphones. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the combination of both yeah that, that seems about right okay so we'll talk about dogs in the soviet union and sex toys sounds like a good combo to me perfect and then i guess we'll just have to see what else our listeners <laughs> and if nobody sends in anything we can stick to that <laughs> yeah so so, that's so please a dear listeners Send us topics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and go for any kind of topic. I mean, any kind of topic would be very welcomed and considered. So no shame, no worries. Just shoot. 
Yeah, great. And Roberto, what's what should listeners uh, send in? Like, what's the bare minimum they should send in? Or is there a maximum? Should they send in a word? Should they send in a sentence? An essay? <laughs> or should <they> not? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and say please, no essays. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> our, our reading lists are already quite expensive. True that. <laughs> yeah, I think it should be like a little bit specific. Mm -hmm. Like dog breeding, for example, is too broad of a topic. I would. Say. Yeah, I don't know, or maybe not, because we maybe we like it opens up a lot more when you are not specific. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. It'll it'll give the two teams kind of more more room to go in different directions if yeah. it, if it's more broad. So I guess what whatever the listeners are, whatever they feel like is on their minds. If it's if it's something specific, great. And if it's more broad, that that will also work. I think. Yeah, definitely. I think if it's not specific uh, in a way that offers us a little bit of uh, room to operate as well, and I think that could be cool and. Then the secrecy between the two teams would be really interesting uh, and we'll be really surprised about what each other comes up with the next week. Uh, Team Bananas will make the best out of it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyway, we have no choice. We have to make it work. It's a slot machine after all for us. Yeah. So we cannot decide what comes and what doesn't come. So Yeah, only the casino gets to decide what we comes are. and what doesn't come. Exactly. We are at your uh, mercy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're all we're all super excited to see what you as listeners want to learn about and what you're going to request from us. Um, so please, please, please send us any topic suggestions at science slot machine at gmail.com for the next episode. Next time, uh, we will reveal some of the suggestions that were sent in to us. And then we will disclose the official topic selection Ta -da. we'll have a here's some reactions from the two teams team cherry and team banana before they start their research and then uh, we'll have a live discussion about their findings so we're really looking forward to it and we hope that everyone else is too now it's time to send us your topics pick whatever comes to your mind we will deal with it even if it's obscure or very niche challenge us simply send us an email at science-slot-machine at gmail.com. Again, it's science-slot-machine at gmail.com. No spaces. We look forward to hearing from you.